Hello everyone, welcome back to episode 9 of His and Her Life Hacks. Today we're going to be talking about when the holidays should be joyous, but unfortunately, sometimes they're not. Yep. So today, Dawn and Larry here, um, and we just, you know, we, we came up with this topic because sadly, some of our friends, we, we have a few friends who have experienced recent loss, and it made us think about it one day, we were talking about it, and we're like, you know what, that's, that's tough, and I remember that. I remember that pain, and I remember that time, and I remember, you know, the holiday season just feeling heavy, and so we thought we could, you know, relate to that and maybe offer some hope or inspiration. Or Yeah, I mean, I think we, you know, this is normally a joyous time and you want it to be joyous and, and excited and all that. But the reality is when you're going through something like this, it, it sometimes feels anything but, right? And you just want to avoid that whole situation and it makes it tough. And I think, you know, in today's world, right, not only are you dealing with the emotion of what you're going through and maybe what your family is going through, but then... You know, you look all around or you go onto your phone and pull up Facebook and all you see is happy and, you know, all these things is the great family picture, the perfect family picture under the tree. It kind of ends up getting you right in the gut sometimes. And it's, you know, so it's tough. So we wanted to kind of talk about a little bit about some of the things that we went through. There was a time um, when we both went through a period where the holidays were really difficult and, you know, and share a little bit about what helped us kind of get through it. So... Um, yeah, and hardship looks different on everybody, right? I mean, it's just for some it's loss, for some it's they don't have family or they're not living close to their family, for some it's financial, um, some it's childhood stuff, like maybe it wasn't a fun time of the year. So, um, yeah, so then really, like, how do you cope? You know, what are some of the things that we did? Yeah, so I think for us, I mean, <laughs> you know, as we've talked in the previous one, ours was obviously the loss of Chris. And so, you know, myself, my wife and the children obviously had lost their mother. And so, you know, we're headed into this holiday season and it's literally like kind of the last thing I wanted to do. But for the sake of the kids, right, you want to try to keep things as normal as possible. At least we did. Right. So some of the traditions um, we felt like were really important for us to maintain. And, and some of the ones that we have in our family that I love are things around Christmas Eve, where there's a, a Christmas Eve dinner. Um, we get together with our family and it's the seven fish Italian feast. And my kids love it. I've it's, never experienced that, by the way, ever. Will. So, <laughs> But it's awesome. It's, it, it, it is a righteous meal. It's the best meal of the year. And, you know, being able to go there amongst the comfort of family, that was you know, that was very soothing for us. The, the next morning, you know, then we go through our tradition where we wake up, you know, the kids come down, they open up a, a stocking gift, then we go to church and then we come back and, uh, you know, they open up the rest of the stockings and then we make the quiche for the breakfast and then we go into the tree and they each open up, a, you know, one gift at a time, right? Because mm. with eight kids, you know, you want to be able to kind of see what you bought after going through yeah. all that effort. So. Those type of traditions, I think we wanted to make sure we, we kept, right? Um, and to, again, give them that comfort and a sense of normalcy as we were going through it. Yeah, and everybody copes differently. So some people resort inward, you know, they just wanna hide and or shut down. And, and you know what, that's okay too. Um, and then some others are just, you know, let's keep busy. And then some, like you were saying, keep the traditions. And then you create new traditions. So I was kind of like a little bit of both. I, well, I kind of wanted to shut down, but I had my kids looking at me and it, it is literally my most favorite time of the year. So um, I wanted to, you know, create new traditions, but also keep some existing 
and then push through. And so I'm always trying to push through and um, do something different. So we did, you know, um, New York, you know, we went to New York and Rockefeller Center, you see the tree, you go and you, you see a show and all of that. And that became a new tradition for us. Um, and then I'm trying to think of other, like cookie, you know, baking cookies, watching movies, like those kind of things. Um, Christmas Eve, you know, we would always go to church, come back. We baked cookies, but then when they were older, they we drank. We made fun <laughs> drinks, so we right. went from cookies to drinks. Um, yeah, I think for us, I mean, so we started a new tradition. Um, that first year, it was our friends, Tim and Maureen Rafter, dear friends, and, and their children. And, you know, they, they invited us down and said, hey, let's go in the city of Philadelphia and let's go have a day down there. So I took off work and went down and had lunch. Uh, and then we went up, end up going to, it was Macy's or Wanamakers at the time, maybe, and, and then Macy's where they have the indoor light mm -hmm. display and, um, you know, the village, the Christmas village that you walk through. Um, so that was fun outside around City Hall where they have the ice skating rink. And, you know, it gave the kids something new we had never done before. So they were excited to go do it. It was a new experience for them. And then that turned into Lily for the next nine years until COVID shut it down. Every year we pick a city, whether it's New York or Washington, we go for a day and then eventually we turned it into an overnight trip once in Baltimore and then the, the last trip was a three-day trip to Boston. <coughs> and But again, it, it helped get my kids kind of minds off of maybe what they were missing, the fact their mom wasn't there and because we were doing this new tradition and, and they loved it. And so if you can, I think, introduce a tradition that, that maybe you hadn't done, it's a, it's a great way to kind of take their minds off of them and get them focused and excited on something new so yeah so new traditions keeping traditions also giving back um and having a sense of gratitude through that um that helped me i um my youngest daughter and i um gave to the poor children down at chop which was a local hospital in philadelphia um who had cancer and it just meant the world to us and it was fun to go shopping for them and all that um, so, and giving to them really does put things into perspective. You know, we all have something in life that we're struggling with, especially around the holidays. Um, but I certainly walked away with a different feeling when I was giving these gifts to these poor children and I'm walking out of, out of the place with my daughter who is fully healthy. So when you think about like, I'm not minimizing anybody's struggle by any means, cause I hated when that was done to me, but, um, I think about like what's really important in life and um, it is our health, it is our family, it is love, it is giving, it is faith, you know, like all those things that don't require any money. And so if hardship is your, your financial situation or a loss, like there's so much that you can do that doesn't require money and you can feel good doing it and giving it um, get by giving to others and seeing a smile on their face. Yeah, I, I, for us, it, 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 we did the same, we did similar, not the same thing, but it was, you know, a sense of giving back. So we were in a position where there were so many people who were helping us from the community and there were some who just went above and beyond. And, you know, we wanted to give back to them. We wanted to thank them. And so in a spirit of gratitude, and when, when I think, when you're thinking in that mindset of gratitude, you, you then avoid some of the negative thoughts that are trying to permeate your, your existence in your mind at the time. And so we ended up um, buying them each a print, um, 
you know, a small print, but it was uh, from a company, Michael Podesta, that we liked. And it was a saying about joy. And then on Christmas Eve morning, so myself and some of my kids drove around to all their houses. And mm-hmm. I just loved showing up, the looks on their faces. I mean, they had so much fun out of it. They, they played with the kids and joked, talked about Christmas and everything. And my kids got a lot out of it. And you could just tell, like, there was a sense of you know, thankfulness from their part, even though we were the ones really saying thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it lifted our spirits and, you know, really think, really, I think helped us get us, get in the right mindset at that time of year when, again, it was pretty difficult to be in a, you know, a, a mindset of gratitude. So doing that, I think, helps you kind of, you know, force yourself. And at the same time, you're doing a really good thing. Absolutely. And we have to be realistic about ourselves like we are human beings i understand that we are parents and we're trying to do everything for our children and show up and and just always have a smile on our face and make it perfect and happy and even though they can see right through us like i remember multiple times just not having a good day but it was the holidays i was going to power through and my kids would come over and maybe i was crying all day and i'm like hi you know like really happy and they're like you've been crying all day you know and I'm like, no, I'm fine. And then I start crying or, you know, it's so we have to allow ourselves to have a moment or have a day or just break down. And it's okay because then once you shed those tears, you can rebuild and then you can truly be there the next day or the next moment for them. Um, And some of the ways like you were saying um, about what you were doing, but we can also do support groups. You know, we could also... Um, participate in support groups or or join them and I did both you know I thought I I wanted to join a support group for my own sake but then I all of a sudden wanted to lead the support group so then I went in and I started helping and um, delivering messages to help inspire other women and of course that was cathartic for me as well but Mm. it it felt good you know to walk out of there um so again that was another way of giving back yeah it's for us we did we had a support group there was a there's a place in radnor pennsylvania near where we live here in, in the philadelphia area and it's called peter's place and they are a peer support group for children um who have lost a loved one it could be a parent it could be a sibling a grandparent um and so you go there once a week you meet and they meet in age appropriate groups um, and there are counselors who moderate the sessions and they they can share amongst each other because you know one of the things that's a challenge and particularly at this time of year is you know they see their friends who have the families together and, and and so forth in terms of going through grief and you know being amongst your peers who are fa- feeling similar things I, I, it helped them right it helped yeah. them kind of feel a little bit more normal okay like what i'm feeling isn't crazy um especially you know as i'm thinking about the holiday coming and, and maybe missing their mother or whatever and they would do exercises they would do arts and crafts um there was good discussion like i said that kind of helped them um, you know, I think just kind of process their way through it in a, in a healthier way. And then for the parents, um, you know, we were in a separate group and, and we were, there was a moderator for us as well. And it was good to kind of hear how other families were dealing with it. There were some really good ideas that came out of it. I mean, one of the ideas that multiple people said was they just did nothing like what they had done mm-hmm. before. They just, they were, hey, we're not deco- decorating a tree. We're not doing this. We're just going to go away. Mm-hmm. And that's how they chose to do it. And, and you know, for us, and given all the reasons we kind of already talked about, like it was important for us to, to not do that, to maintain tradition. But you can see how that would mm-hmm. be, um, a, you know, a benefit to them if that's what they felt. And But I think just being amongst a group and 
kind of regardless of the hardship you're going through, there typically are these type of groups out there and we would encourage you to kind of seek them out um, at this time of year because there is some, you know, healing and so forth that comes from sharing amongst people who are kind of facing similar similar types of challenges at, at that time. So. Yeah, and friends. I mean, I, I have great friends, but I had a handful of friends that I knew I could go to when I was having a bad day. Um, and I just needed to push through. So, and my faith was teetering. You know, there were many times where I was angry with God and why is this happening to me? And, you know, have I, haven't I suffered enough? Those kind of words. And, um, but now fast forward, you know, Larry and I here are a testimony that the pain doesn't last forever. It will, you will come out on the other end, no matter what your hardship is. Um, and you just have to keep pushing through and not giving up. Uh, and that was probably the biggest, you know, I always say if you have hope, you have everything you need. And then you just need to make that commitment every single day to get up and make that decision to keep pushing through. And one day at a time, you know, one minute at a time sometimes. Yeah, that, that, and that's so true. Like when you are going through it, it, it is a sometimes a one minute at a time, you know. And, and that's about all you can handle. And that kind of goes a little bit back to... Um, what you talked about earlier, I think you have to be realistic in what you're taking on and what you're tackling. I think we sometimes tend to say we want to go overboard and give to the, because maybe of what you're going through, you want to give to the children, you know, this experience, that experience. But the reality is you're, you're kind of working through some serious emotional stuff, right? And you don't, in, in the normal environment, it's tough to take on that, you know, that type of effort and, but to try to do it when you're going through it is, is really tough. So I think you need to give yourself kind of the grace to say, you know what, it, it's this isn't necessarily the year we're going to do that. And But, you know, like you said, reach out for help. There's other people, friends, neighbors, family, so forth, who are willing to come in and help you um, as you're kind of going through that. So, yeah. And it, it is healthy for the kids to see you going through your emotions. I know we always want to hide them or tuck them because as parents, we're like, no, I'm just going to be strong or whatever. But you know, then fast forward into their adult life, mine are adults. And if I were to say, you know, it's okay to cry, they'll be like, well, you didn't, you know, so now, you know, you think about it, it it comes back to you. So now I would encourage that, you know, encourage whatever comes your way, that emotion, dive into your faith, um, dive into your friends. If you want to stay in bed, maybe allow yourself to have one day in bed, but then get yourself out. Like, don't stay stuck there, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. I think you have to give yourself the permission to, to go through that. And, you know, I, I know I had a, a situation where, you know, you try to be strong through the holidays and you do everything you can. And then, you know, that first year, I remember, like, we got through Christmas and made it through, but a, a bug had kind of made its way into the family. And, you know, it through, from starting Christmas Eve through the next day and, you know, the extended family were getting it, but then it hit us Christmas night into the next day, literally every hour somebody was getting sick and my, my brother-in-law Mark shows up at 1 a.m. with a bucket to help us, right? And so, you know, the best laid plans, right, that you think you're going to go through, there's, there's always going to be something, right, that comes up or that could come up and you just need to, again, be prepared and give yourself the grace to get through it. But then to your point of just sometimes you just need to fall apart and you're going to fall apart and that's okay. I remember, you know, by the time we got through that and got to New Year's Eve, 
you know, we were together with family and I just kind of was at my wits end and with everything. And I remember going home that night after and I, you know, just being with everybody and I love them, but like, it's like, Everybody's so happy. Happy and, and complete. Like and you're, you're and, just and, not And I happy. wasn't. I just had hit my wits end. And I just remember yelling at God, like totally distraught. This was like New Year's Eve, right? When you're going to bed. And like, you know, I just, after that breakdown, I'm like, all right, I just want to wake up. You know, I want to hear and then have our, everything be back to normal. And of course I woke up and no, it wasn't the case. But, and then you just got to, all right, I got to pick myself up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I got to. You know, there's a family to go raise, and and you know, like you said, you you, you can go through it, but it's important not to get stuck in it, mm-hmm. uh, because then I think we start to you know backpedal a little bit. But it's good, it's healthy to go through those emotions to let yourself feel that. So, and you're gonna have ups and downs, and again, give yourself grace. Like my heart goes out to those who just lost their spouses recently, because there's just probably no worse time of the year to have that. I mean, there's never a good time, but this is hard. So, um, this video is for you guys and, um, you know, just keep pushing through. Yeah. There is light at the end of the tunnel. We hear you, we see you and we're here for you. Yeah, exactly. So again, if you're out there and you're going through something, we hope, you know, this was helpful to, uh, to kind of understand some things that maybe could work for you. If you're in a, in a great place right now, um, we would also encourage you to kind of reach out to your friends, you know, think about the people around you who may not be in that situation. And, you know, you could provide a big boost for them, you know, during the season, right? And just reaching out and helping them in any way they can. And so, you know, we would encourage you, it's a season of giving, right? And, um, you know, to do that for your friends, for your relatives and so forth. So giving at its best form is from the heart. So don't think that you have to buy them things or suffocate them with gifts. Your time. Your time. (laughs) That's what they need the most probably. Literally just a hug. You know, I have one friend who every time I talk about her or think about her, I get teary eyed because she was my constant and I'm going to call you out, Janine. She was my person. And so she did that for us, for me all the time. And um, I'll never forget it. So. So listen, we would just, again, encourage you, uh, no matter whether you're going through the hardship or whether you're there to maybe support somebody, um, it's, a, it's a beautiful time of year, and hopefully we can all kind of get through it in, a, in as joyous uh, state of mind as possible and celebrate the, the reason, the real reason for the season. Um, as they say, the, in our world, the birth of, uh, of, birth of Jesus, and, um, and again, get through to the other side and where there's, you know, joy and comfort and happiness and carols christmas carols and (laughs) all that good stuff all right so we hope you enjoyed it and we look forward to seeing you in the next one yeah take care thank you for listening in to this episode of the his and her life hacks podcast we hope you enjoyed it we look forward to having you join us on future episodes if there's a topic that you would like dawn and i to discuss please feel free to contact us at dawn.jacoby at grit2grace.com or larry.ambrose at grit2grace.com. See you on the next one.